Welcome to the Cyber CFO, the show for business owners from an entrepreneurial chief financial officer. Here's your host, Michael Barbarita. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Michael Barbarita, and the name of my company is Next Step CFO where I help companies improve cash flow and increase profits through the use of tools and strategic planning. And I'm also the Cyber CFO and the host of this show. And in previous shows, I have identified some of the common and critical causes of cash flow problems. Today, I'd like to identify some other peripheral sources of cash flow problems. Then later in the show, I will talk about the concept, the important concept of strategic partnerships. Here's something that business owners need to understand. Operating losses need to be funded. In the movie Wall Street, Gordon Gecko, played by Michael Douglas, said, Nothing ruins my day more than losses. Well, the same can be said about your business, as nothing can ruin your business more than losses. Please remember this. Operating losses need to be funded. Lots of business owners get relieved when cash flow is good, but if they are incurring operating losses, it will just be a matter of time before their cash flow is consumed by those losses unless they start managing the P&L and figure out how to generate more earnings. Let's talk about paying bills too quickly. Pay bills when they're due, not before they're due. Let the cash inflows catch up with the outflows. By paying bills too quickly, you may be losing an opportunity to pay an important bill that may come up unexpectedly. I had a client who was paying a bill so rapidly that one month he could not pay for an unexpected payroll tax that surprised him. And payroll taxes are one of those must-pays. So he had to borrow money from a credit line and incur unnecessary interest expense. So no matter how good your cash position may be at any particular point in time, pay your bills when they're due in a systematic manner and know what expenses are coming up that are considered to be must-pays. Examples of must-pays would be all expenses that can incur personal liability, like sales taxes, payroll taxes, bank loans, leases, credit cards, and any vendor who you are personally who are, you know you are personally liable to. In addition, Every day, your bookkeeper should give you a reconciled bank balance. You've got to know how much money you have at all times. With online banking, bank accounts can be reconciled daily. This eliminates any surprise ACHs or EFT transactions. So stay on top of your bank balances. Let's talk a little bit about selling prices being too low and not knowing what your product or service costs. These are little hidden causes what I call peripheral causes of cash flow problems. Rule of thumb relative to selling prices. When you do not get too many complaints from your customers that your prices are too high, that's when your prices are too low. Relative to competitive pricing, you can always use your customers as the barometer. However, most business owners have a handle enough on this So they're able to discern whether their prices are too high or too low. And the business owner also usually knows what their competitors' prices are and and that helps them price the product. But if you're not getting complaints, if if you're getting too little, very few complaints about price, 
then your prices are probably too low and you need to evaluate. You need to constantly evaluate that. Uh, one problem I also see with business owners is when they're doing the selling, they tend to give too much away when it comes to price. They tend to give too many discounts, too many credits. If you have a tendency to do doing this, it's best for an employee to close the sale. Certainly, um, you know, we as business owners, we all get caught up with this, or a lot of us do. Not some of them. Some of us are real good about it, but a lot of us give away the farm uh, when we don't have to, uh, because we're just we're simply trying to make the sale, and we have this flexibility because we're the business owner. I would total. I would strongly suggest to get a, get employees to close sales if, if if you're doing that. And the other critical element to pricing is to know what your product or service costs. I can't tell you how many clients I've had who just didn't understand what their product or service costs, and it and it turned out that the client was selling their product or service below cost. This this more likely happens if you have a service versus just a product that you buy and sell for more. You know, you have a product that you, you know what you're paying for it, and so that's basically your cost. But when you have a service coupled with a product, or just a service on a standalone basis, people forget to incorporate the overhead factor into their cost. And it, um, as a result of that, they, they don't really understand what their product or service costs. You know, a lot of a lot of business owners only account for uh, labor and overhead. I'm sorry, excuse me, labor and material, but they don't account for the overhead component. And you need to do you need to do that. If you if you find that that your product or service costs too much, you cannot be and that you can't be competitive in the marketplace, then it's time for you to examine the components of the product or service cost to see what can be done to reduce it. When we come back from our 80-second break, I will talk about the importance of strategic partnerships. We'll be right back. Attention retailers, do you need to improve cash flow and profitability? Do you need to get a better idea of what's going to happen next week, next month, or even next year? What if you could manage your business with just five or six key statistics to improve profitability? Would you like to have an experienced chief financial officer on your staff that over a period of a year costs you less than $10 per day. My name is Michael Barberita from Next Step CFO, where I have developed a program designed just for retailers called the Retailer's Stimulus Package. It doesn't matter where you are in the country, as the Retailer's Stimulus Package is a virtual CFO program, but with a personal touch and personal contact. This program takes my seven years of owning an $8 million retail operation coupled with my chief financial officer background and expertise to help the retailer maximize profitability. To get started, it's an easy three-step process. Step one, give me a call at 781-326-3822. Step two is a free consultation as you tell me about your business. Step three, I do the rest. The retailer's stimulus package will improve the performance and profitability of your business. That number again is 781 326-3822 or find us online at nextstepcfo.net Okay, we are back. Now more than ever, businesses should be looking to develop strategic partnerships. However, even if economic times are more fruitful, you should always be on the lookout for a strategic partnership. And I will first define what I mean by a strategic partnership. 
Strategic partnerships are developing relationships with the objective of pooling resources with the purpose of both partners obtaining more business or both partners cutting costs or both partners achieving economies of scale. In essence, both partners creating a win-win situation. And by way of example, I have a couple of, exa of examples, but let me give you a, an example in the food industry. There are all di different types of food vendors, but let me just use a distributor of frozen cookie dough with a, a distributor of frozen appetizers. So that's a distributor of frozen cookie dough with a distributor of frozen appetizers. Now these are clearly non-competing businesses, but both are in the same general industry. Both of these companies need frozen storage. Both of these companies need more business. Why can't these two companies form a strategic partnership and share off-site freezer storage costs? Or one company sublet frozen storage from the other if one of the companies already has on-site frozen storage? Both of these companies see accounts that can use both products, so why can't they share leads? And a finder's fee would go to the referring company. Both companies use office supplies, so once again, obtain bigger discounts. Both companies could pool those resources. Both companies are, are, are using ingredients to produce their products, and some of these ingredients are used in both products. These companies may be able to pool their purchases of, of the like-kind ingredients for bigger discounts. Does one company have financial resources to buy equipment that both companies can use? Are you getting it? The bottom line is that the possibilities are endless. Let me give you another example, and this is a little bit more lengthy, a little bit, you know, a little bit more complicated than the examples that I gave you. And also what adds to the complication is I can't go into real specifics due to confidentiality. I had a client in the construction industry who found a builder who did five big jobs per year that required specific equipment. My client needed the equipment also because he was subcontracting a lot of work that the equipment would have allowed him to do and my client had the people with the skill set to work the equipment because there was, there was a special skill set involved. The jobs that this equipment could do were highly profitable and my client wanted to take advantage of this opportunity but did not have the $50,000 to buy the equipment nor did he have the credit rating to lease the equipment. He made a deal with the builder that the builder would buy the equipment. My client would let the builder do his five jobs, which took 50 days a year with my client's skilled personnel, all at cost. It was, my client would not mark up any of the personnel costs to the builder. The builder would get his own material, and my client, in return, would have use of the equipment at a small daily rental for his many jobs for 250 days per year. Builder used it for 50 days, my client could use it for 250 days. It was great for the builder because he was able to do his five jobs at cost, saving him more than $50,000, which, which, which the equipment cost, plus he received a, a, a rental income from my client. It was great for my client because although he could not use the equipment 50 days per year, he could use it most of the year and made much more profit versus when he was subcontracting the work and did not lay out any capital up front. 
Developing strategic partnerships should be at the top of the mind of all business owners. The potential is endless. The possibilities are endless. If I ever have enough listeners to do a Cyber CFO talk radio show, shows dedicated to sharing ideas for, for strategic partnerships will certainly be on the agenda. So that's it for today. I hope you found the show very useful and informative. And if you have any questions about this show or any other show, please feel free to call me at 781-326-3822. And until next time, this is the Cyber CFO signing off and bidding you a good day. Thank you for listening to the Cyber CFO. And remember, any rebroadcast or other use of this program or material without the express written permission of Michael Barbarita and Next Step CFO is strictly prohibited.